to another episode of Theatre of the World, where us, the peoples, the Man Bites gods, use a medium of zeros and ones to digitally talk to you. With Hello. Fingers. Hello. Yeah. Hi, I'm James. I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. Yeah, had to think about it. And yeah. there was, uh, yeah, we're on the money. On the money. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you, because yeah, that is today's topic. It's, it's called Cash. a segue, and not, not a... Vehicle. That book is really paying off. It is. It is. It's the best Christmas present we've ever got him. Yeah. Um, yes, it's true. Uh, today's episode is called Cash. Cash. Let's let's not dick around. No. Nah. Let's get right into the segment that everyone's listening for. And then switching off. <laughs> <laughs> Second half, no one gives a rat. Fact bombs. Fact bombs, fact bombs, Mark's got a fact bombs. Although recent entries have not necessarily been th- as the case. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. The theme got under miney. <laughs> <laughs> Last week's one was weird. Yeah. Uh, Australia first introduced plastic banknotes in July 1992, replacing paper notes. This eliminated the problem of washing your pants with a 20 in the pocket, but then created the new problem of ironing your pants with a 20 in the pocket. <laughs> Many famous musicians have taken a monetary influence when coming up with their stage names. 50 Cent or mm. 50 Cent. Yep. yep. Kesha. Who has a, she's Kesha. Got a, Kesha. Kesha. Yeah, yeah. She's got a dollar sign. She's got a dollar sign. Dollar sign. Yeah. Buck 65. Oh, I don't know who that, that is. He's Canadian. Right. Sounds like a porn star. Uh, Johnny Cash. Oh. Yes. Yeah. It's not his real name. Real name. Uh, Jonathan Fact Cash. Fact <sighs> Christened Jonathan Cash. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the Eurorhythmics. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fact <box>. So... <laughs> So pre-Euro. Oh, no. <laughs> All week. <laughs> sitting in a small room. The Eurorhythmics. Uh, it's... Uh, I want you to weigh that against the number of years you were in school. <laughs> Are we counting tertiary education? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, uh, years and years of primary school, years and years of high school, years and years of university, the Eurorhythmics. I don't know why I'm going Mark so early when I have less than he has. Um, (laughs) Oh, dear, Chris. Yeah, that's interesting you uh, mentioned the Eurorhythmics. Wow, segue. (laughs) Because uh, one of the things I was thinking about when we we think about cash is that um, how tricky it was travelling through Europe prior to the euro um, because there were so many currencies Mm. that you pretty much had to just have 20 different types of money in your wallet and Mm. hope that you spent no more and no less than what you had with you. Um, 
because it was also tricky at that time prior to the Euro to find teller machines that would, you know, that you could use your your cash card in. So mm. it was all traveler's checks and and weird conversions in your bum bag. I've travelers <laughs> travelers checks in your bum bag. <laughs> yeah, I literally i i got i um was in Italy. Uh, you know, 1998, I was in Italy and I had to, I got on a train that went through France and at some point we stopped and I just had to get, I, I just had, uh, I just had French um, uh, money to to basically buy a Coke while I was at the station mm. and then carried on to the UK. It's it's bizarre to think of now because you can just get a euro. Because you sort of still you still get that to some extent uh, now when when you when you sort of uh, are in transit. Yes. Um, but then you you'll find like you'll you'll be you'll be in transit in a country um, often in Asia. Yeah. Um, and they will accept any currency, but boy, is it not in your best interest to yeah. use any currency? Yeah. Um, I I once paid eighteen dollars for a beer at, at Singapore Airport yeah. because I paid I paid in pounds. Well, also because it's an airport. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> there there are airport prices, it's but then a, there's it's just a fruit smoothie. Yeah. Airport prices in off currency. Yeah. <laughs> the most expensive uh, cocktail I ever bought was in Singapore. I bought a Singapore sling at oh. Raffles, which is um, one of the most famous uh, bars and cafes that, and restaurants That was in the world. where the Singapore sling was invented, I believe. It was indeed. I had it in the bar that the Singapore sling was invented in. Nice. And boy, didn't they know that. Uh, yeah. 25 bucks Australian. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had the one uh, yeah. and then it immediately filed for bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a G&T. Yeah. $450,000. Yeah. No, 670 million lira. (laughs) (laughs) The lira? Um, Yeah, it was, yeah. Well, you know, when you're travelling overseas in the olden days, like when Chris was alive, um, the same was was you had to depend on on travellers' checks or wiring money. Remember when there was like Western Union and cash thing? And and now, uh, like if you're travelling overseas in, in say, uh, one of your more shady countries, like say, I don't know, Egypt, for example, where I've been, if you see something that advertises as Western Union, maybe it is. Maybe it's just someone's put up a Western Union sign and if you go in there with any kind of credit card, you're screwed. Mm. Yep. I do remember, like, I did do some travelling in the days of travellers' checks, and I, I like, you, or changing money before you left, and, yeah. and things like that, where you had to do that. That was the norm, and like, like, man, you had to be so organised. You had to think about how much money you were going to spend while you were away. Now I just go and spend all of my money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> spend all of it. Yeah, the, and, um, and you, you book your hotel on your phone when yeah, you arrive, yeah, yeah. obviously, and yeah. you know, whatever. It's true, though, but that's that's right. And and think about how dangerous it was. I remember arriving, when I was twenty five, arriving in China with Yuan, the the currency. Oh, and I thought it was your friend Yuan. Uh, yeah, my no, friend Yuan. Uh, he's, from, Ewan. he's from Scotland. He's from Scotland. Uh, and he said, "Hey, the noodles, good." Um, no, uh, 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 and uh, it was like you know hundreds of dollars worth of currency that I had like tucked in my bum bag because. You know, because how else were you going to do it? You get mm. there and, you know, yeah, there were no machines. You couldn't mm. get kind of – it was weird. It was weird times. We live in better times. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was I, – I think recently, re- relatively recently, I went to uh, – I think it was in Vietnam and someone had told me 
Um, oh yeah, you want to you want to like take US dollars because um, you'll get a better exchange rate when you. And so I was just somewhere on my way, and I, I so I got some US dollars. No one takes US dollars. Yeah. No, not Vietnam. No, I don't know why. Why would someone spread that misinformation? Um, but in Cambodia they do. Yeah. And how how disappointing is this? If you had a vested uh, investment in your local currency, yeah. Cambodians have a local currency, and it's worth so little that essentially the entire currency is used for when something is under an American dollar. <laughs> so the idea is uh, you pay American dollars for everything, and if it's like fifty cents, then you can pay in yeah. Cambodian money. Holy shit, how demoralizing is that? Wow. Who did win that war? Yeah. Probably America. But yeah. they're going to take some of our asylum seekers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how yeah. about a segment, everybody? Yeah, yeah let's do a segment. Let's do James's list of things. Things. James's list of things. James's list of things. James has got some things to list. Money. Money edition. Cash. So we're... um. Uh, uh, you got cash. You're walking down the street. Yes. Yeah. Uh, people who are attracted to the cash, yes. so they're going to attack you for it. Okay. Ten self-defense tips. Okay. For people when <laughs> someone attacks you. That's my. Yeah. How about that for a bad segue? Because last week we had we had Chris's uh, dual bum bag uh, <laughs> method with the fake library card in one of them, and yeah. This is different. This, this is, is self-defense. Self-defense. This isn't you know uh, surreptitious uh, espionage. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. self-defense. One, smile at a person who wants to punch you. Your teeth might cut into their fist and give them an infection. (laughs) Two, use your opponent's weight against them. Tease them until they develop an eating disorder. (laughs) Three, confuse your opponent by punching yourself in the face as hard as you can, giving them nothing to hit. (laughs) Four, take off all of your clothes and hope that your attacker is homophobic and won't wrestle a naked man. Five, bluff your opponent by pretending you love being beaten up, saying things like, hmm, this is a great kicking. (laughs) Seven, or six, who cares? Dress in clothes made entirely of razor wire and lemon. Carry multiple wallets and throw them in many different directions at once to bamboozle and create a diversion. Very nice. Eight, when your attacker strikes, try to vomit on his fist. (laughs) Nine... Convince your attacker that you're him from the future <laughs> and you've travelled back in time to tell him a big secret. Warn him about someone attacking him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it all links up. And while he's working that out right away. And finally, the best form of defence is a good offence. So just scream, fuck you, mean person. <laughs> there you go. Change the list of things. Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> As always. As always. Pretty solid. I like yeah. it. Um, I, um, uh, as a segue, I mm. uh, was going to talk about money in buckets. Oh, good idea. I had, uh, I did a, I did a gig years ago. Where in I actual helped, buckets. Um, in, uh, yeah. So I, I helped out with a dance party that was held at the, uh, at a large Melbourne venue. <laughs> Actually, I don't want to give away who the people were that ran it. Uh, I was doing some lighting for these guys, and uh, it was a big event. Lots, like thousands of people turned up, and um, but I was being paid in cash because this is mm. pre-GST, and uh, turned up the next day literally with a truck full of money. And when I say that, I mean they took the door takings that were all in cash and put them into buckets 
like ice cream buckets so that people wouldn't see it and go, oh, that's money, by having it in a bag with a dollar sign on the side <laughs> of it. go, ooh, ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Ow, this ice cream hurts my teeth. And they came into my house carrying the buckets because they didn't want to leave them in the truck. Good point. Uh, and opened the buckets and handed me my fee. In a cone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, essentially in a cone. Um, yeah, um, which is the most cash I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Yeah. Have you have you ever had that? Have you ever had that desire to do the movie thing and just get like just withdraw as much cash as you can out of your bank, throw it on your bed, and then roll around? I've, I've done thought that. about it. Four dollars seventy six. And uh, mostly it's sometimes I accidentally do it. Yeah. yeah. Mostly it falls out of my pocket. Yeah. What do you want to see on your TV? Drama, comedy, or mystery? To have your pick of the best right quick, call Columbia TV Service Company. Columbia's microwave cable service is low in cost, gives you crystal clear reception of all four channels, two, four, six, sevens. Channel seven, six, four, two. Columbia TV service brings all four to you. That reminds me of a story um, that was related to us by a friend who I'm not going to name. No. Uh, because this is the anonymous Well, because edition. I don't know how much of this is true and how much... It's a fantastic story, and I'm not going to do it justice, but not that I'm going to tell you who he is, but if you ever get a chance, ask him to tell you the story. <laughs> oh, my God. It's way better than what I'm about Catch to say. Catch his comedy festival show. He uh, Similar thing, festival. Yeah. Music festival. And he uh, d- uh, spent a lot of money and took a risk and staged this festival pretty much on his own bat. Yep. And, um, you know, rented the field, hired mm. bands, hired the marquee. This is year, decades ago. Yes. And uh, it was successful. Yeah. Uh, 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 people came and uh, there was a huge amount of, of, of money given on the door. And the only problem was that one of the people that he hired to sit on the door and take the ticket money had a, had a complete emotional and mental breakdown <laughs> while she was sitting on the door. Mm. And... So what happened was she started um, giving people back too much change when they mm. bought their tickets and then she realised that she enjoyed how that felt. Mm. So she started giving back all, all the change and then she started giving them money. Bonuses. Just, just giving money. <laughs> Thank so you people, for coming to our festival. People were, were coming in and then running back around mm. so that they could take more money from her and more money from her. And she was on the main door. I can see why this festival was popular. Yeah. Well, I mean, no one knew mm. until they turned up to pay yeah. probably hundreds of dollars or a hundred bucks to, to go see this festival and instead walked away from a ticket door with maybe a grand, <sighs> you know, in their pockets. And no one, you know, being being the polite, wonderful people we all are as a society, no one reported it. Of no. course not. Why would you stop well, free money? It would be embarrassing for her. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sensitivity. So this guy who had organised the festival looked at this crowd and went, this is amazing, we're going to make heaps and heaps of money, went to count the takings, not a, or no money at all, didn't have enough to cover his costs and was, was ruined, was bankrupt, all by this, this person who had suffered an, an emotional and mental breakdown and just started giving out money because it felt amazing to do that. Like she just had a complete dissociative moment. And... I asked uh, this guy who told me this story, and he, he tells it way better than I just mm. told it, but I, I asked him at the end, I said, so how did, how did all that scrub up in the wash? And he said, 
uh, we have mutual friends and sometimes there's a chance that I'll be in the same room or the same pub with her and uh, they always take me away because I, I couldn't be in a room with her because she wrecked my life. Yeah. How crazy is that story? Ouch. That is crazy I'll business. I'll tell you off mic who it is. Seek them out and get the real story. It's amazing. Yeah. I um, uh, that, that, that has made me never want to run a music festival. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Well, apparently now, I mean, you can't get anyone to come to a music festival anymore, not in Australia true. anyway. They're all cancelling and mm. Big Day Out lost all these acts. Blur didn't come out to Big mm. Day Out. Harvest Festival got thrown into the ocean and yep. it was weird, man. Oh, I know on a much smaller scale, I I was um, uh, was in Perth for a bit, living in Perth, um, and I was doing some sort of solo gigs around the around the town um, and there was one what, what was that funny Christopher? <laughs> it was just <laughs> such a formal way to uh, talk about your gigs around mm. the town I don't know if you've got solo gigs around the town a you couple know. of a couple of late night drinks in some uh, establishments that uh, I can't mention here All right. on air because it's a, it'll be a considered a plug. All right, that's the eagle. Uh, <laughs> we're, uh, Carry on. We're coasting uh, into we're the dawn with the Mark Two up Tuesday. Um, <laughs> All right, no, over to you, Mark. Uh, so there's one particular venue in North Fremantle, yeah. um, which was, it was sort of, it was, it was kind of a rough joint. Okay. Um, and I, I played a couple of gigs there and, um, and they would, so the booking agency that would kind of, um, do the, do the bookings for that would go, oh, oh, there's this guy, he's from, he's from Melbourne. So we'll put him on as the headliner or yeah. something. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, brilliant. National Great. act. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And uh, and so I'd draw no crowd whatsoever, really. <laughs> um, and and the the deal was at this place was you'd have to get there and you'd set up the door and the acts would supposed to, were supposed to get into contact with each other and and organise the door Goodness. and and take it in turns to sit on the door, which well, is fine, you know that's what the indie gigs and all that. Oh, okay, so take and, it to sit on the letter. Yeah, and that and that's fine, um, and. But the problem was this gig that we were playing was in the public bar of the pub. And I was, you know, often the first person to arrive at the gig because I'm, I don't know, a professional. (laughs) (laughs) What are you uh, saying about the people you shared the bill with? um, Weren't professional? And so I, it would, it would fall on me to set up the door and then sit on the door pretty much most of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you didn't bring anyone, so yeah. You know. And so I'd I'd do that, and then um, and then people would come, they they'd sort of start talking. I'd say, oh, sorry, there's a cover tonight, and it's, it's uh, and they went, oh, how much? And I went, oh, five five bucks. And then some people would pay it, and it would be fine. Sure. And then and we'd get a lot of bikies that would come to this place. Mm. There, I was sitting on the door uh, this particular night, and <laughs> a group of bikies pulled up and and walked pretty much straight past me and I I went excuse me guys uh, we've got a <laughs> we've got a cover uh, uh, cover charge tonight and he goes what to get into the public bar and I said yeah I mean he makes a good point yeah <laughs> no it's an excellent point it's a excellent point. point I said no that is an excellent point sir and I said well but, played Mikey <laughs> but nevertheless um, you know uh, and, and there, there's a cover I was I'm, I'm a thin white man yeah. uh, uh, asking you for some money yes. however um, uh, and you uh, and your enormous brethren and this guy this guy looked at me sideways in the most threatening way and he said what for and I said oh, some uh, 
some music. We're playing some music here tonight. He goes, uh, he goes, what if we come in and we sit at the bar and we don't listen to the music? <laughs> <laughs> he's, I, he's, he's like a lawyer. Yeah. And I went, you know what? That'd be fine. Yeah. Sold. In you go. In I mean, you go, sir. And then after that, like, um, then the someone else finally who was playing that night turned up, and um, and I said, "Hey, do you want to cancel the door? Like, let's do. You, do you want to make it just free tonight?" And the guy went, "Yep." And I went, "Cool." And we cancelled the door, and wow. so it was free gig. Please tell me you walked up to the bikey after that and went, Is "Open you your ears, my friend." <laughs> Music's free tonight. Music's free. Did you take money from people? Did you give money back to the people you I think. I think at that point... Oh, no, because that was the other tragic thing about this place was um, there, was a, there was a band room downstairs as well um, and, you know, there would be, no, there would be other bands playing downstairs and people would come into the front bar and pay five bucks and go... This is my band. This isn't this isn't where we wanted to be, and then I'd have to refund their money, oh, and they go like downstairs and pay their cover. This is the not worst good business. venue in the world. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. This is terrible pretty business. Bad. I, I didn't name the it, did I? Was so sensible. <laughs> no, good. Didn't. <laughs> I but love, you can look them up. I thought the story was going to end with Mark glassing him. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, artist. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> thought maybe that would happen. Uh, um. I have a piece that I'd like to read out. Mm. It's a diary entry I see. from December 26th, Boxing Day, 2005. Yeah. I suspect we had spent a lot of that year touring for our immensely popular album, The Popular Alternative, yeah, which we had released yeah. that year and toured around the place. And after that, um, you guys, because it was Christmas, had gone on holidays variously, like oh, gone home or gone somewhere. Mm. And I was left... Uh, wandering. Well, I'll just read the thing. Okay. Um, can we have something under this? Maybe sure. something sort of, I don't know, uh, something sweeping, Wuthering okay. Heights-ish. Oh, okay. Yep. Something like, yep. well, you'll hear the piece. Use right. that, I mean, the music would start now. Solitaire's the only game in town. During the holiday period, Mark and Chris leave Man Bites God HQ to visit family and friends and people who apparently... Shit them less than me. <laughs> Consequently, I am left to wander the empty halls of Man Bites God Lodge like a melancholy Emily Bronte character or some other kind of fictional loser. At times like these, I find myself playing a lot of computer solitaire. Nothing serious, mind you, but always Vegas-style one-card draw with accumulative scoring because I am the cyber king of patience. I come from a long line of card players. And it was my grandmother who taught me how to play solitaire. She taught me acoustically, of course, because in her day, we would have needed a computer the size of a house. And even then, three of the jacks would be missing and it would forget to electronically remove the card with the rules on it before dealing. But my grandmother seemed to always have a game going on her little side table next to her big comfortable chair. And I can't play the virtual version of the game without sparing her a thought. She's not with us anymore, you see. By this I mean she's dead. She hasn't just popped out to buy a ladder or some figs or something. <laughs> For those of you who have played Acoustic Solitaire, you will know there is a lot of shuffling involved. In fact, you spend more time shuffling and dealing the game than you do actually playing it. But com Computer Solitaire does it all for you instantly. Imagine the number of games my grandmother could have played if she had lived to see this technology. Her hands would have been a blur of clicking. 
Oh, well, I guess she missed her Q2005 James joke. <laughs> Microsoft window of opportunity. Oh. Play this more. Speaking of windows, a large representative of that particular company has just turned up at my door to tell me <laughs> that because of the games of Vegas-style one-card draw with the cumulative scoring solitaire I've been playing, I now owe Microsoft $23,334,495. If I don't pay by the end of the week, Bill Gates is going to personally splinter my face. I signed Mark on the IOU. <laughs> the end. <laughs> That was sort of about cash. Yeah. God yeah. Damn. Uh, I uh, have a segment. Doesn't need a theme tune. But Park. what it does need probably is something God. jaunty. Some kind of jaunty music. Okay. Because uh, it's about um, why being rich isn't that bad. Because a lot of rich people talk about how, how you know, it's, it's a burden. Money doesn't buy happiness. Stop you know, the presses. Sort of being rich isn't that bad. Dean Reinhardt, oh, so it's so so much responsibility looking after a bunch of minds that someone else is controlling, um, and I got given. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so uh, I've got some um, some reasons why actually having money uh, is all right. It's Reinhardt. It's not Ryan Easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Number one, this is kind of a a, a sequence of. Um, Items. Things. That's my segment. Oh. Hey! <laughs> You're both wrong. A sequence of buy. Um, Chris just rips it off. Chris just rips it off. <laughs> Chris is ripped off my idea. As Ding. follows. You'll never need to clean the house again when it's dirty. Just buy another. Mm. You don't need to worry about having to fill out a tax return each year. Your accountant makes sure you don't pay tax. Your friends may not be great conversationalists, but they are supermodels. <laughs> if your computer keeps crashing, just buy another computer company. <laughs> <laughs> when you say something really stupid at a party, you can pay doctors to erase everyone's memory so you, all, you can always be remembered as being clever. Doctors can't do that. <laughs> erase. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure with the right amount of money. You if can you, pay someone to go into the future. <laughs> If you have ugly friends, you can fund the plastic surgery to make them great. Charities don't call you during your dinner asking for a donation. They take you to dinner and ask you for a donation. You don't pay bank charges when you own the bank. It's okay to put bigger yacht on your Christmas list and your parents don't care if you crash the car. The end. <laughs> A strange collection of things. Yeah. <laughs> wander through Chris's mind. Wander through Chris's <laughs> mind. What a very fun wonder that was. So, speaking of a collection of items, oh <laughs> yeah, I have a sequence of items that have that have I've itemised <sighs> into a sequence. I mean, Jesus, <laughs> we are uh, we're turning into the audio version of Reddit. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't what, know what that is. What, you, what, what happened next, you won't believe. <laughs> um, so these, these are some... We, we talked a little while ago. I can't even remember what episode it was, but I remember vaguely talking about Cockney rhyming slang. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was on the rhyming slang episode. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, so there's, right there's, knees up. There's some, there's, some, there's some really good 
really good um, uh, Cockney terms um, for for amounts of money. Oh, good. oh yeah, right. Very good. And so, so I've got I've got a few to get us started, and then I was gonna I was gonna quiz you guys. Oh, uh, it's a quiz. This is Mark's quiz. quiz. Does it have a wheel? This is a new uh, segment. Okay, a bob, a bob. is uh, a shilling. Uh, a bob was a money collection where participants put in a shilling each, usually for drinks. A grand, easy one, a thousand pounds. A monkey, five hundred pounds. Why? That's I mean that's a, that's a who cheap knows? monkey. Who, mean, who knows? Someone knows. Mystery. <laughs> it's a mystery. A pony, twenty-five pounds. Yeah. Half Why? Um, pony. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good research. Tanner, a tanner. Do you know what a tanner is? Well, hang on. Ten? We, is this rhyming slang? No. It's just, just terms. Cockney terms. Cockney okay, terms. Sorry. Slang. I forgot the Cockney premise. slang. I forgot the premise. Um, tanner. tanner. This is a tanner? No. Aww. It's a sixpence. Aww. And a possible explanation for this is um, yep. from in India, um, a, a rupee was equal to a shilling and was divided into 16 annas. So half a rupee was eight anna. Or if you say it in Hindi, atana. At anna. Atana. So you you walk into a bank with a monkey and a pony. (laughs) You say, I want to deposit these into my account. He says, it's not a zoo. (laughs) Uh, There's an Oxford. Uh, which is five shillings or a crown, right? Uh, which was derived from Oxford scholar, which rhymes with dollar, which oh. pre-war was just under five shillings. Yeah. Half an Oxford <laughs> was two shillings and sixpence, or half a crown. <laughs> now this now, is going to be so handy when I find that time machine. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you know what a uh, you know you know a pound is commonly referred to as a quid? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you know what a poorly fish is? Um, uh, uh, wait, wait. Uh, uh, it's a fish that's under the weather. Uh, weather rhymes with heather. Yes. Heather, heather is the national uh, flower of Scotland. Yes. Scotland bank having a wank. <laughs> 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 and and having a wank is five shillings. Yeah. <laughs> is that right? No. Oh. Um, a poorly fish is um, a six squid. <laughs> oh, come on. Six oh. quid. But a fish is not a squid. It doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter. Those cockneys. <laughs> they have no respect for science. What about the monkey and the pony? <laughs> the reference is can also be a dead octopus. <laughs> Well, that's better. That's not a sick... What? It's, a like, very it's, sick not, it's sick. neither a fish nor is it dead. Sick. What? Pavarotti? Uh, oh, I know this one. Uh, Pavarotti is a an opera singer. Yes. So he sings in Italian. Yes. Uh, Italian dressing. Yes. Uh, dressing rhymes with the actress Deborah Lessing. <laughs> right. Half a quid. Uh, oh, <laughs> I think when I thought when you went to the uh, Italian opera, maybe you were going for the tenor. Yeah, well, oh, it's a tenor. It's a tenor. Ah, oh, shit. Tenor. Chris is winning. Yeah. <laughs> so now they do Deborah Lessing. Um, it's a shame. They do eventually. <laughs> now, now this is a good one. This is a really good one. Okay. Um, a Commodore. Yes. Oh wait. I, now to explain. A Commodore now, has to about explain twenty-five thousand. <laughs> uh, well, they don't no. Make them no. <laughs> um, now another word for a fiver. Mm. is a Lady Godiva, which is some mm. rhyming slang, so it's a rhyming. Lady Godiva. Yeah. And a Commodore is £15. Pounds. 
because the Commodores sang a song called <laughs> Three Times a Lady. Really? Yeah, oh. Really? Really? Oh. A bender? Uh, so when all the money you spend is on alcohol. Well, oddly enough, no. <laughs> um, it's wait, wait, I know this that one. is on. But it's also... A bender, a bender is uh, you have to, to bend to go under a rope. Yes. Uh, where would the rope be? Attached to a pope. It would be attached to a po- rope and pope. Yeah. That rhymes. Uh, popes carry a mitre. Yep. Uh, so... Uh, then Mitre they, 10. Mitre 10. <laughs> it's 10. It's 10. 10 quid. No, it's sixpence. Oh. But oddly, Chris is a little bit right because it got its name uh, from because uh, the real ones had a certain silver content and bending them one way was, pr- was, was a way of proving this. And it also led to the phrase of going on a bender, ah. which was a good night out drinking a whole sixpence worth. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is a good night out. That is a good night out. I mean, you must be very drunk to melt down currency and drink. <laughs> now, this is the last one. This is this is worth this is worth ten points. Ten we points. need a theme next. If right. we should do Mark's quiz every week, yeah. that's a good thing. That's a good um, segment. Right. So write in if you've really got the answer one, to this really one. Really tricky one. What is a gorilla? Oh, um, a gorilla. Gorillas live in the zoo. In the zoo. So two dollars. Two. It rhymes with two <laughs> two two dollars. Wait, no, no, no. Uh, wait, wait. Gorillas are hairy. Yeah. Uh hairy rhymes with fairy. Yes. Fairies live in the bottom of the garden. garden. Uh garden snake. Yeah. Rake. Rake also belongs in the garden. Yeah. It's probably a shed in there. Yeah. Forty quid. <laughs> <laughs> There is, there is a garden gate, but I can't find that. Ah, oh, fuck, so I, I was close. Um, but no, a gorilla um, is two monkeys. Oh, yeah. Oh. And so it's a thousand pounds. Again with the monkeys. It's a grand. It's a grand. A gorilla is two grand monkeys. Gorilla. Why would you have two words for the same amount of money? Well, they have nothing to do. It's so... I mean, These they... people, all these sit around and they count their money and they go, oh, what's a very obscure name for this? I'm going to call it Rat Pang. And they're cockney too, so they're making up... They're making up terms for money they were never going to see. <laughs> you know, oh, oh, one day I could have a grand. Yeah, oh, I've, probably not. I've two monkeys in a canoe in backwards <laughs> in my bathroom. Oh, for fuck's sake. Do you know what ended all of this cockney malarkey? Television. Because it gave them something to do with their time. I'm glad they were poor. Mark's quiz. <laughs> I'm glad they were poor and they all died in chimneys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good Mark's quiz is very good Thank you. Yeah I liked it we, Thank you. We'll have a theme song for it next week Yeah <laughs> Hey uh, Speaking of uh, uh, segments I got a new segment Brand Great. new segment Sweet All right. um, But it needs a theme song oh, yeah. oh. The segment is called And by the way Unlike thinly disguised list of things <laughs> My segment is called Advice for young people oh. Advice, advice for young people. <laughs> it's good when you just open your mouth and things come out. <laughs> I mean, you can't see it at home, but the look on Mark's face when he's saying that was like, 
Stand back, everyone. <laughs> this is fucking gold. I think. Um, I think two also, monkeys coming out of my mouth. I rolled I up my sleeves. <laughs> what we're missing at the at the end of that theme song is there should be a smoking hot guitar solo. I agree. Um, I that goes throughout three or four minutes. I was just minutes. thinking a big Cockney oi at the end. So let's do it again. Let's yeah, okay, do it. Go. You remember it? Yep. Advice, advice for young people. Oi! <laughs> I love it. It's a good theme. Ah, um, if you want to, you can put some uh, sort of uh, tin crumpets music under this. Okay. Advice for young people. If you're a young lady who accidentally walks into a public men's toilet, don't just run away embarrassed. Point to the nearest penis and say loudly, Ooh, your vagina is weird. <laughs> you have a weird outy vagina. <laughs> Advice for young people. Hey. <laughs> it's a short segment. I thought it was going to be a list, but it wasn't. No, oh, it's not a list. See so what I did? Something different. Yeah, a list of one. I like it. One on the one list. One advice. <laughs> but there'll be one every week. Excellent. Because I believe that the children are our future. <laughs> Man, you never would believe where those Keebler cookies come from. They're big by little guys in a hollow tree. And what do you think makes those cookies uncommon? They're baked in magic ovens and there's no factory. Hey! Did we want to do, do Cleverbot? Clever Let's do it. Welcome to Cleverbot Theatre. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> this week, Cleverbot Theatre <laughs> is set in a bank during Ooh. a bank robbery. <gasps> Hello. This is a stick-up. That's cool. Give me all the money you've got in the safe. Do you have a job? This is a bank job. What is your job? I'm robbing your bank. Can I see your blog? <laughs> I don't have a fucking blog. I've got a gun and a balaclava. That's all I need. How can you be a blogger without a blog? I'm a robber, not a blogger. <laughs> you just married me and you told me earlier that you were female. Do you want me to put a bullet in your head? Yes. <laughs> Look, no one has to get hurt. Just fill this sack with money and I'll leave. You don't want me to be your boyfriend? Then I will look for somebody else. Oh, for Christ's sake. Do you have any friends that are single boys? I'm going to ask you this one more time. Give me all the money you've got in the safe. Why don't you find a nice iPad to settle down with instead? You, you are a shit bank teller. No, I'm not. Get fucked. This conversation is over. <laughs> Cleverbot Theatre. I mean, he was a great bank teller. He was, <laughs> he, was he was ready to take a bullet in the face <laughs> for his bank. He's got that kind of nonplussed uh, voice. That, uh, he really used a, mixed, a mixture of uh, sexual violence <laughs> to really diffuse the situation, didn't he? Like, it's impossible yep. to rob a bank when you're awkward yeah, and you right. feel a bit funny. I'm, I'm just waiting for the for the, for the episode where um, Cleverbot comes up with a segment, which is Chris Theatre. Is <laughs> <laughs> Chris saying, this conversation's over. Um, <laughs> I just feel... Oh, by the way, for those of you at home, Chris does all the voices. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> On our wedding day, we both gave each other special gifts. I gave you a gold watch, and you gave me a packet of chips. 
And when Christmas came to town I gave you CDs and you gave me a brown Piece of wood that you had found You said it was the thought that counts For your birthday bash I made lashings of special stuff And I baked a cake Cause the gifts you make They show the most love And when my birthday came around You gave me a coupon for a week discount For a small amount you said it was the thought that counts Then one day you tripped and fell down An open mine shaft, you were buried underground The cops asked me why I left you to die I said that I thought you'd be found after all, it's the thought that counts. So, we are bankrupt of ideas. <laughs> mm -hmm. The account has been emptied and yep. moved offshore, yep. and we are done for another episode of Theatre of the World. Hey, do you like us? Do you want to touch us with your ears more? <laughs> there's music on the iTunes, there's the Twitter, there's the Facebook. Go to and, it. And there's all the old episodes if you haven't listened to those. Yeah, they're on the iTunes or the website, and just tell your friends and all the stuff in the world. Mm. It'll be amazing. <laughs> It'll be better than money. <laughs> James. I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. Shove that in your wallet. <laughs> Good day to you. Find episodes and more at theatreoftheworld.com. Let's all talk into microphones. Microphones, microphones. Let's all talk into microphones. That level looks good to me. Hey. <laughs> We have our outro. It's the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is Man Bites God. <laughs>